Welcome to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. Welcome back to the CMB Fantasy Football League Podcast. I am here with Zach Henson. Good morning, Zach. What's up? And Matt Collins. Good how, morning, Matt. How we doing? How we doing? We are doing great. Ready for another week? Getting close. Three for three on podcasts. Yep. Here we go. It's August 18th. Uh, you remember when we used to do the, um, we would whatever number podcast was, Jordan would have like the numbers of the players. Oh, yeah. And yeah. we would, every single week, we would have like, we, you know. We would guess or something like that. Yeah, you know, remember. it's, yeah. you know, number three, it's Michael Vick week, or number 23, guess who that is. Yeah, yeah. We would do that. We can't do that anymore, because we're on, you know, episode 100 and whatever. Right. But I did look up this morning, um, who has birthdays in the NFL today. Oh. August last. 18th. Okay. It's August 18th. Uh, so I'm going to tell you the three players that have birthdays, and you tell me if we need to do this ever again. Okay. 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 All right. Go August ahead. 18th, happy birthday. Oh, dear. Bart Scott. Oh. Can't wait. Okay. <laughs> Dan Orlovsky. Wow. Out back of the end zone. Okay. And Jeremy Shockey. Wow. Happy birthday. Oh, wow. Man. That's should, quality content. Should, that was. Should, is that? You think that's going to bring the listeners? <laughs> I think it is. Should, should we ever do is. that? I don't know. Maybe we we'll, need to. We'll try it again next week. And we'll, we'll <laughs> is Jeremy Shockey in jail right now? I feel oh, like he probably probably should, yeah. he probably either is or he should be. Yeah, one or the other. Orlovsky's pretty good on TV. Have you seen him on TV? Yeah, yeah, he He's is pretty good. Yeah, I like him. All right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> that really, that really uh, that's all I got to yeah. things yeah. off. So, okay. Hey, we got a lot of things to talk about this week. Uh, we are going to get into a text thread that Zach sent yesterday asking how you prepare for the draft. We're going to get to that later. But the first thing I wanted to talk about, um, strictly because this is the Campbell Ball CMB Fantasy Football League, uh, so Field of Dreams plays a big role in, in Campbell Ball. And last week, Major League Baseball, man, they brought out all the stops yeah. in Iowa with the Field of Dreams game. Did you guys watch that? You know, I didn't. I did not get to watch it. We were taking photos, but I was getting texts about it. And uh, the the moment when Kevin Costner comes out of the cornfield, that was awesome. That was too cool. I thought that was really neat, and the players coming through, that was really well done and produced. Did you watch it, Matt? Yeah, I watched the first few innings, and uh, I ended up turning it off in probably <laughs> the third inning. Um, but I saw that. Saw how it finished, which was... Oh, I mean, yeah, that was cool. They couldn't have asked for a better game. Yeah. Yeah. Um, I wanted to just see the beginning of it, see how it kind of looked, and then I did other things, but it was great. Yeah, the Yankees get two home runs in the top of the ninth, and then the White Sox hit a game winner yep. in the bottom of the ninth. They said it's the highest Major League Baseball TV rating since 2005 for a regular season game. Yep, I believe it. I believe it, too. Heard it's the Cubs and Cards next year. They're doing it again? Mm-hmm. They've already called it. Yeah, I think the Cubs manager accidentally gave it away during a conference or something accidentally. So it's at least the Cubs, and then the other rumor is the Cardinals. So. Will the Cubs even have players right, it's a good to question. play no. in the Field of Dreams game? They will have it's to hope question. that players come out of the field, cornfield, that they're not expecting yeah. to play in that game. But it was, it was really cool. Um, next week we're going to talk about draft food. So let's go ahead and just throw that little preview out there. We're going to talk about uh, all the food we eat at the draft. Are we going to draft the draft food? Is that a thing? Ooh, that's a good idea. I I like that. Yeah, to decide what we have. Okay. Do we? What doesn't make it? Do we need to go ahead and decide who gets first pick? Ooh, yeah, that's a good. I like this. That's a good idea. Yeah. 
Yeah. We'll, we'll figure that out. Yeah. yeah. But do gonna, not do not listen to next week's podcast if you're hungry. Mm. That's for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so we're going to talk about draft food, which bodes the question that we brought up last week in the discussion about potential sponsorships for the mm-hmm. CMB Fantasy Football League podcast. Our desire was for Nookie's Cookies or Nookie's Cobblers or Nookie's Biscuits to be the sponsor of the podcast, not in monetary fashion, but in culinary fashion, bringing us the food. So Matt, Courtney Norton is your teammate in the league. Did you get a chance to ask him if we could see the biscuits next this, week? This better be good news. We want to try the biscuits on the podcast. Courtney and I have spoken. Oh, no. And um, a couple of things regarding Courtney. Number one, if you don't know, you do know now that he is um, a large part of Nookie's Cookie Company. And uh, and so, obviously, he has an inside track to creating gourmet sweets and treats. Okay. Mm. And so, we discussed possibly creating something for the draft. And as it turns out, oh, no. unbeknownst to me, oh, no. Courtney... Is not coming to the draft. Can't be at the draft. Oh, what? no! Wait a minute. I know. Breaking news. Wow. So, Courtney won't be there. Um, Hit the breaking news bumper. <laughs> Wait, they have oh, recently fallen in love. Oh my goodness! They have fallen in love with camping over well, the past year to year and a half. Okay, and so they're going to go camping that weekend. And Courtney didn't realize it was draft weekend <laughs> when he planned. Courtney, it. Courtney, Courtney. So, okay, in addition, it is to always that, the Friday of Labor Day weekend. In addition to that, all right, they have an oven that is still giving them trouble. Yeah, they have, they have a double oven in their in their. Uh, kitchen which is their they work out of their house they have an oven that, an oven that's giving them trouble that's still broken so they're working on fixing it yeah and so the biscuits specifically the biscuits are not rising properly well, mm. wow. and so courtney said that he would work on um trying to get that fixed and potentially create something for us before he goes out of town well, so before next week yes before so, next, t- that next is, Wednesday morning. No, no, no. Before the draft. At 8.30. Before the draft. I'll work on before next week. Oh, bring it to the draft. Yeah. Okay. But but potentially we still have a chance for cinnamon and butterbeer biscuits at the draft if the oven will work correctly. Okay, well. Even though he won't be there. In fact, Courtney and I, this is our fourth year together in the league. Yeah. We've only drafted together once. Wow. And that was last year with our best finish. Wow. Every other year. I drafted individually the first year. He drafted individually the next year. We drafted together last year. And then this year I'm back by wow. myself. Well, so. I think if Courtney would think about possibly why his oven's not working, mm. might have something to do with him skipping this, kind of like a jinx. Yes. And uh, if he would look back maybe to, to see when he decided to make this trip, probably coincides with when his oven stopped working. And uh, probably not going to work for a while. So I, I would also like to say officially on the podcast – and like for Courtney and the Nookies Cookies family to know that when it comes to biscuits on the podcast, we all have ovens. That's true. Yeah. I have an oven. Right. It's a double oven just like theirs. There's an oven here at the church. There's an, there yeah. is there is a commercial kitchen here That's at the a church. Great. We are volunteering our services. That's tribute. You can come cook at our house. Yeah. Court just Courtney. Nobody else. We we could record the podcast from the kitchen while you cook biscuits, bake biscuits. Maybe a Nookie's DIY. 
Matt, have you considered kicking Courtney off your team I've, after after this latest development? You know, we, so close to the draft, by we, the way. We talked, so we talked yesterday, and my disappointment level was through the roof. Yeah. And I, I told him I was disappointed. Right? In. Did you just find out yesterday? Yesterday. Oh my god. Yes. Yeah, yesterday. Oh no. So Courtney, I, I, I love you. Wow. I, I do love you, Courtney. But um, your oven is cursed now. We are. Yeah. There's there's some drama in the West Coast. Wow, house. wow, man! There's I bet drama. Ross and I have Reed two. I have two potential replacements for you. Who are they? Tim Tebow. Oh, we'll get to him later. He's free. Yeah. Or Griff Garrison. Griff. <laughs> Griff you know, Garrison. Hey, I'd like to nominate Josiah. Josiah Nichols. Yeah, Josiah hey. could probably. Josiah Nichols would be more valuable yeah. at this point than probably anybody else. For Although real. Griff Garrison. <laughs> Has been around for a couple of weeks, a week and a half or so, and I feel like his knowledge of the game has already surpassed his father. I do agree um, with that. Yeah. So, speaking of Griff Garrison, yeah, let's go down this road. We were. Uh, this is quality content. Ross and I were texting yesterday, and uh, I was congratulating him on um, you know everything and asking how he's doing, and I sent him a picture that I found online of a professional wrestler. Yeah. Who just signed with All Elite Wrestling. Now, All Elite Wrestling is a new wrestling federation uh, to compete with WWE. This is all dead air on a podcast. Y'all don't care about that. But what you should care about is to Google right now AEW Griff Garrison. And I guess Ross and Lacey named their child after a wrestler, a professional wrestler. I'm not surprised. Yeah. That's a Ross Garrison move. (laughs) Yeah. Um, so I texted Ross and he said, thanks for the shout out on the podcast means a lot. And I, so my first thought was, did you even listen? Cause Matt, you know, took some digs at at Ross last week. And I'm sure that if we turned him loose, he'd, he'd go again this week. So I responded, ha ha. Collins always looks for a good chance to throw the shade. I'm sure you'll get the chance to respond at some point. And he said, oh, yeah, working on getting Griff on a lifetime max contract now to take the reins as GM. Collins will always be haunted by the East Coast Wombats. Put that in the next episode. LOL. And I said, I will for sure. We're recording tomorrow. So there you go. Griff Garrison, general manager. Listen, Ross is just a lot of talk. You know, uh, kind of. You remember that video y'all made last year? And Ross said he's gonna make a video. And nothing happened. Never did it. Yeah, mm. yeah, never did it. Yeah. So we're still kind of waiting on that video. I'm ready for yeah. it if he if he brings it out. But Ross doesn't have it. He doesn't have it uh, in him to, to to banter appropriately. Yeah. Well, that's a good segue um, to our next topic. Collins, do you have it in you to prepare for a draft without? Courtney. Well, we're we're gonna prepare. So every year, are we talking about that? Are we going? Yeah. So no? let's just we okay. Zach asked the question yesterday. How do you prepare for the draft? I thought it would be interesting. Yeah. In a um, pre-draft podcast to have that discussion. So Matt, how do you guys prepare for the draft? Courtney and I, um, every year before the draft, we have lunch together. Typically the uh, the Wednesday of the week before the draft. Okay. Does that make sense? And uh, so we have lunch together, and then we create a Google Doc that we share where we rank all of our players, and we highlight guys that we are targeting. Like it. And, um, and then as essentially as the draft goes on, we take them off the board and 
go from there. So we get together a week before and uh, and then have a shared Google Doc that we edit leading up to draft day. So that's how we do it um, as a team. Individually, um, we just read stuff online or whatever, but nothing as crazy as Jeff buying the first ever magazine or anything like Off that. Off eBay. Yeah. Yeah, man. Um, just, just some uh, just some, some online reading. I'm an ESPN insider somehow. Um, <laughs> somehow? Yeah, I'm not sure how I am because I don't pay for it. Yeah. Um, it comes so, out of somebody's credit yeah, card. Yeah, somebody's paying for that. The Jefferson Avenue credit yeah. card. But if you, uh, if I've got a, I've got a Matt Collins account on there. I think it, when I was a kid, I was an ESPN the magazine subscriber. So I think my dad possibly is still paying for that. Yeah. But um, anyways, I'm an I'm in there, so I sometimes I'll read uh, what's going on from ESPN on the Insider page. Nice. Awesome. Well, yeah. hey, we're going to go through your list in just a minute, but let's go ahead and ask um, one person how he prepares for the draft, which I'm fascinated to see how it compares to Matt and Courtney's prep for the draft. We're going to talk to Jordan Awanazin in our Call of the Week. It's time for the Call of the Week. All right, we are joined by Jordan Iwanazan of Isaiah 4031. Jordan, thanks for joining us. Thank you for having me. We, uh, I know you told us you're at work right now on the front line. Is that what you said? Yeah, yeah. Well, we, we call it Teller Row. Uh, jumping back and forth, even though I've got the, the new manager position, I'm doing everything from sometimes jumping on the front line or the front rows. We call it there Teller Row. And then uh, all the way up from there. So <laughs> kind of a jack of all trades, I guess you could say. Wow, look at that. All right. So, uh, Jordan, what is the latest with you with the uh, the draft coming up? I know you had talked about possibly being a little bit late. What is the latest? Yeah, what I've got is I've reached out to Elijah Anderson. He is the new youth minister at Sycamore, and I've reached out to him, and uh, he said uh, a couple days ago that he should be able to do it. He was going to get a hold of me yesterday if he didn't think he could, and I never did hear anything from him yesterday, so... I'll reach back out to him again before the draft, but as far as I know, Elijah's going to be there for me, uh, and he's got some experience uh, with other fantasy football leagues and everything, too, so uh, he's going to uh, fill in in my stead. I told him probably about an hour, hour and a half at the most is... uh, for that first part is uh, is the time that I could not make it, so uh, so he should be there for that first part. Um, all right, so Elijah Anderson. Okay, so... Um, breaking news. Bre- yeah, yeah, hit part the breaking two. news bumper. So, Jordan, I don't know if you got the question yesterday, but we're asking what you do to prep for the draft. So maybe uh, give us a little insight as to what you do to prep for the draft. Yeah, there's usually a couple of those uh, draft magazines I like to look through and kind of see. Uh, Lindy's has been one I've used in the past. Uh, Street Smiths and a couple of those other ones, Athlon Sports, I've used a few of those. Uh, very different times, I kind of look through them in the, gro- in the uh, grocery store shelf and uh, just kind of glance through those, see which one is a little bit more in-depth and everything, and they'll do a little research online. But typically, that's the biggest part of my prep is just trying to see what a lot of others are saying, of course. So it seems like as the season wears on, it doesn't injuries and everything else, it doesn't always seem to be a, a surefire way to really uh, get you ahead, though. Yeah, do you know, do you have any idea who you're going to take in the first round? Any target? I don't yet. Uh, of course, uh, I used to look at quarterbacks uh, when I was first getting into fantasy football. Quarterbacks was always kind of the uh, the focus at first, but I've kind of been branching out from that some into more receivers and running backs. So, trying to make a pick between one of those, but I haven't really uh, don't really have a target yet set. So. 
Hey, Jordan, it's Matt Collins here. Um, hey. I, I've heard with this Elijah Anderson comment, I'm kind of thrown off a little bit, but uh, I heard some rumors that possibly you and Rish uh, discussed joining uh, your franchises together in the offseason. Can you confirm that those discussions were had? And if so, how far did they get? I, I can confirm. I've reached, I did reach out to him. I thought it would be a good uh, pairing, uh, especially with the, uh, the legendary handshake. And then uh, he's always <laughs> trying to compete with me about who's the best conservative. So, uh, <laughs> and then he's uh, he's doesn't focus as much on the league pickem, and I do. So, I thought that might be a good pairing. Uh, it, it didn't work out, but it, it was there was a discussion that was uh, initiated there. Nice. So close. Got close. Jordan, I really wish that would have happened. I, that would have been super entertaining. But it's okay. We're going to see um, how Elijah Anderson handles uh, being a part of your team. So will he officially be a part of your team from here on out? I have not yet uh, made that discussion with him. I have. That's been a consideration. I have not reached out to him about that yet, though. Okay, okay. Well, I look forward to uh, who. who does he root for? Is he an Eagles fan? No, he's a huge Titans fan. Wow, so there may have to be like a name change, a logo change. Something's going to have to happen, like a house divided here. Would would Elijah become a permanent member of your team, like a co-manager? Well, that's what I think. That's what uh, Matt was just asking yeah. a second ago, too, and uh, and that's like I said, that's crossed my mind. But I haven't reached out or initiated any discussions with him regarding that yet. Well, let's talk about something that you've definitely thought about, and that is who is going to be the starting quarterback for the Philadelphia Eagles this year. Well, I, I would assume that uh, it would be our. Uh, I was hoping, of course, it would be Wentz that would stick around, but I would assume Jalen's probably going to get the uh, get the nod on that. But of course, it's not guaranteed, I guess, but. My assumption is that Jalen's going to get that start. Nice. Uh, Jordan, we have a very serious question for you before we let you go. Um, are you going to be recording the draft day video? You know what we're talking about, like you used to do back in the, you know, maybe a couple years ago? Yeah, I skipped that last year. It's uh, Again, that's another uh, thing I've thought about doing, too. I, I haven't thought about what I'm going to do yet, but I have thought about trying to do another one of those. Yeah. We, we kind of need that to come back, maybe with the uh, Eagles mask on, if possible. Especially if the handshake or the is not going to happen yeah. at the beginning of the draft. We so. need that to happen. Or yeah, have you prepared Elijah Anderson for the handshake? That may be the better question. Yeah, that's true. That's true. Yeah, I have not, uh, have not discussed the handshake with him yet or not there. But, uh, yeah, that's definitely if, uh, if any kind of a pairing happens or anything, the video definitely should be themed around that, it would seem. All right. Well, Jordan, we appreciate you joining us, and uh, hopefully we will see you on September 3rd at some point. Looking forward to it. Thank you again. All right. Thanks, Jordan. Thank you. Have a good day. Well, there's two things we find out today. Number one, Sycamore has a new youth minister. Yeah, Yeah, congratulations. Congratulations, (laughs) Elijah Anderson and Sycamore. Breaking news. And uh, I don't even know if they've announced it there, but Uh, we're announcing it here on the podcast. Yeah, yeah. Shout out to Elijah. We could get a few more, uh, you know, downloads probably yeah. if we put this out there We're getting followers. Yeah. yeah and uh elijah anderson will potentially be drafting for jordan or was he in i don't i don't know i think, I think he's, he's drafting I for the first hour to hour and a half this could be a permanent thing it sounds yeah. like i mean well, if he if he drafts for an hour and a half he's drafting and jordan comes in cold not knowing who's been drafted wow that's gonna be fascinating yeah it's gonna be an interesting evening do we think jordan will evaluate Elijah's draft status as whether or not to bring him on the team permanently. Mm. I don't know. Just think about what this that news just did to Jake Sanderford's mock draft that he's about to ruined it. 
yeah, I mean, he's there's no telling what kind of um, changes that's going to make. No eagle, huge. no eagles. Yeah, in the first you got to think about that. No yeah. eagles. In that's the first big. Round. That's big. So yeah. Elijah and Jordan are going to meet up at Kroger. They're going to stand in the yeah. magazine section together. Yep. Look through a couple magazines, and here we go. That's what it sounds like. His uh, pro- his uh, prep for the draft. So, what is your prep for the draft? Uh, you know, I think I asked that question to see if you guys could inspire me on how oh. to prep for the draft. Oh, you want some inspiration? I, I mean, I'm waiting to hear what you say about you and Brian, and if you will say anything about you and Brian. Yeah. But, you know, my, my draft prep changes every year. Sometimes I'm really uh, in it and available. Sometimes I spend more time on logos for all the teams than I do on draft <laughs> prep, which really shows up on draft night. I have seen one of the logos. It is good. Yeah, I, sure. I try to create the draft experience for yes. everybody else, sometimes to the detriment of my own team. <laughs> so, uh, last year I spent more time crafting a statement about John Nichols not being on our oh, team. Oh, that was good. That was good. Than I did preparing for the yeah, draft. Yeah, that was great. So, that was great. Um, you know, just different things. I've tried some different draft apps. I've tried some different magazines. I really don't know what I'm going to do this year, and I still have not figured out how to handle IDPs. Yeah, so they still suck. Some would say. Yeah, yeah. I you would, want me to? I would probably agree with that. Do you want me to run down the list here? Uh, I want to. I want to hear what you and Brian do first. Well, Brian's on here, so I'll, I'll get to. Okay, let's yeah, I'll, I'll start. I'll start here at the top. So I appreciate everybody that responded to this. Uh, Jeff Gall was the first one, as of you would course. imagine. Jeff Gall said that uh, prepping for the draft. He reviews the results of mock drafts without participating. Mm. And then he says this, I don't start because I never stop. (laughs) (laughs) That's great. Like mock drafting? Is that what he means? Preparing for the draft. Well, preparing for the draft. He says, I think he means for the whole thing. Like he never stops. Like, so he doesn't start. There's never an end. Wow. I believe it. I believe it. It shows in his winning percentage. Yeah. Yeah. So, uh, Jake Stanifer. Said, I spend probably 40 to 50 hours. No. I have six leagues, so my research is applied to all leagues, but I spend about 10 hours in August specifically on my CMB plan. I do automated mocks. I do probably about 50 to, six, 50 to 60 mocks. <laughs> wow. Let's go. Wow. Then uh, his BFF, Jordan Pace, he says, I spend countless hours listening to podcasts and playing around with mocks in the months leading up. I'll spend probably three to four hours building a spreadsheet in the week before the draft, but the fantasy content consumption doesn't really start until like July 1st for me. So Reed Garrison usually start looking seriously after the draft. I listen to podcasts about all year round and do mock drafts. Mostly read articles and watch preseason for the late round rookies. This is impressive. Yeah, I, I really am. The impressed amount of draft it. prep is. Do impressive. we pay these people? Yeah. <laughs> Where does their time yeah. come from? Brian Franklin, I usually do mock drafts while I'm eating my lunch every week. Okay, that's a lie. I do them occasionally when I should be doing actual work. Okay, that's a lie too. I do them frequently when I should be doing actual work. I start thinking about it. Uh, it I start thinking about it a week or so before we have the pre-draft meeting, so I can have an idea of where we want to pick. So, and then Blake, I just wait till draft day. Then I get a feel for the room, and then we make our decisions. So yep. there you go. Like <laughs> so who? Let's see. We didn't get a response from Rish. Not yeah, surprising. Yeah, Rish. Greg. Greg. Yeah, Greg. Chase and Carver. Kevin White. Who else are we missing? Jake. Uh, Jacob and Jay. 
That's about it. You better get everybody. If you're going through the list. I don't know. I don't know. I think but that's, a pretty that's pretty solid, close. That's pretty, pretty close. Solid list. Yeah. I was hoping somebody would say, I'm not telling. <laughs> yeah. Because my draft prep is sacred. Right. Yeah. But that's that's interesting. Yeah. Um, I was really impressed with, with the answers. I'm too. overwhelmed. Yeah. I feel I feel pretty bad about Courtney and I's <laughs> draft prep, which is a lunch. <laughs> we have lunch together. When you read Jake's text, Matt's jaw hit the floor. It did, yeah. Jaw Shocked. on the floor. Yeah, I mean, I was I was surprised at some of them. I was like, wow, like there's people putting in some serious time, which, you know what, honestly, that's the best part, though, is the draft and leading up to it and just the hype and everything. It's a lot of fun, so I, yeah. I can understand. It's fun. So I'm definitely looking forward, though, to Jake's mock draft, which will be coming up. Is it next week or the week after? I can't remember. How many more weeks Two we weeks. got? Two weeks. Next so. week's Two food. Weeks. Yeah, so week after. Is mock Jake, draft. I'm excited about that one. Which, that will be hard to keep inside 30 minutes. Yeah, sorry about that. Yep. Speaking of 30 minutes, let's talk about the length of Tim Tebow's time at Jacksonville. Mm. Yikes, yeah. yeah. Which was about 30 minutes. Yeah. So, uh, we want to end the podcast this week by saying farewell mm-hmm. to Tim Tebow Timothy. as a member of the Jacksonville Jaguars. Let's hit the music. I will remember Jacksonville Jaguars waived Tim Tebow last Tuesday, parting with the 2007 Heisman Trophy winner who switched from quarterback to tight end in hopes of rejuvenating his pro football career. We knew that was an uphill battle for Tim, said Coach Urban Meyer, who recruited Timbo, T- Timbo, Timbo. 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 That works. Timbo to nearby Florida. Players loved him, the locker room loved him, but it was the right thing. Meyer said he expects this to be the end of Tebow's playing career. I would guess it is, Meyer said. We didn't get that deep with it. Obviously, he's his own man, elite warrior, elite competitor, but he's also 34 years old. <laughs> That's what he said. That's what wow. he said. Yeah. So, farewell to... So long. Tim Tebow. Who thinks he still gets drafted in our, in our league? That's big news. Somebody's going to get drafted that shouldn't get drafted, yeah. but I don't think it's going to be Tebow. Yeah. Ross, Ross in round 21. <laughs> in, in memoriam. Yeah. In honor. Yeah. Drafts Tim Tebow. Yeah. Speaking of Ross, I have a statement okay. from the East Coast Wombats about Tim Tebow. Oh, dear. Who Ross said a couple weeks ago when he also said, what's cracker-lacking big dogs? What's cracker-lacking big dogs? Which oh, you've never man. made a comment on that, Collins. I don't need to. Okay. Uh, he said he may or may not have already ordered his Tebow Jacksonville jersey. So I hope he can be getting it on clearance soon. I don't know. They'll probably be the number one seller anyway. Oh, man. Um, the East Coast Wombats are extremely disappointed with Urban Myers and the direction he has decided to go with Tim Tebow. This is all about covering himself as a coach and not believing in the true God-given talent of the Tim Tebow. The East Coast Wombats truly believe in the value of Tim Tebow as a 34-year-old tight end. Oh my it's unfortunate that sometimes in the game of football, the fantasy football GMs are smarter than the NFL head coaches. My first thought on Ross's comment is that he called Urban Meyer Urban Myers. He did say that. Um, so, Ross, first of all, get your facts straight. Second yeah. of all, Tim Tebow, did, did anybody watch the preseason game from last week? 
where he just whiffed on several blocks. I saw the he Twitter was tearing about. He didn't want to yeah. be out there. He didn't want to be out there. Yeah, it wasn't good. Yeah. He uh Urban Meyer also said something like um you can't you can't miss blocks like that. Yeah, it was bad. I mean, he he said it like you, you can't yeah. you can't whiff on those things, bud. Yeah, yeah. And he got to contribute to special teams. That was the two things he said. Yeah, that Tebow didn't do. The Ross's statement's not over. There were parentheses. Oh, oh, there were parentheses at the bottom. Okay. okay. This statement doesn't directly reflect the opinions or beliefs of the co-owner of East Coast Wombats, Reed T. Garrison, or beliefs of the vice president of football operations for East Coast Wombats, Griff Garrison. So what is Ross? Well, he's, General he's the owner. Oh, owner, right? Okay. It sounds like Ro- I, I would almost think Reed's the owner by the Reed research. Is, Reed is certainly carrying yeah. the bulk of the work yeah. around here with the East Coast Wombats. I was really hoping Tebow made the team. Oh yeah, I mean it would have been it would have been great television, great for especially as a Titans fan who gets to know you get to watch them. Yeah. a couple times a year. Um, so let's close out the podcast with farewell Tim Tebow, and let's go to an old segment really quick. Called Tweet of the Week. Oh, wow. Tweet of the Week! I have three tweets all about Tebow, and then we'll say our parting thoughts and we'll get out of here. Wow. Guys. Tweet of the Week. Okay. <laughs> you like that? Yeah, I like it. Bring it back. Is it better than the birthdays at the beginning? Yeah. I like the birthdays. It's <laughs> all, right. all right. Next week. Here we go. Uh, at All Kinds Weather. Okay. Said, Tim Tebow may have been cut from the Jaguars, but he still has more game-winning touchdown passes in the NFL playoffs than all FSU, Georgia, and Tennessee Heisman winners combined. All right. Impressive? I guess. At Ralph D. Russo said, I've always liked Tebow. Pleasant fellow. Not great at his jobs. Describes a lot of us, really. (laughs) That's accurate. You were talking about Orlovsky yeah. sitting at the desk. Tebow does that as well. He's not that great. No. I don't think so. He's not as good as Orlovsky. Yeah. yeah. Anyway, pleasant fellow, though. Pleasant fellow. And the last is at the Cousin Sal. says, feel free to say whatever you want about Tim Tebow. It's not like he's going to block you. Yikes. That's tough. That's good. That's good. That's a quality tweet of the week. Yeah, yeah that's so good. so we'll close out the podcast this week with that. Next week, food. We're talking food. Talking food. Big episode. Who's got yeah. the first pick? Mm. We probably need to pull this out of a hat. All right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah we need to. All do, right. We need we'll to do, do that right. later. Yeah. But right now, we're going to close it out, and we will see you guys next week. See you. See you next week. Elijah Anderson. He is the new youth minister at Sycamore. Thank you.